This is author and poet Kiana Denae. I just wanted to send some love to Untamed in this Get Caught Up podcast with Writer Wednesdays. These tips are amazing. They are definitely very relevant in not only the author world, but the business world. And please, please follow and listen to this podcast and get your life together with branding, with um promoting yourself marketing everything all these writer wednesdays tips are the perfect jump start into making yourself promotable making yourself marketable and making yourself uh professional so i'm sending you all love and ink have a great day and now here is your host Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, podcaster, author, and film producer, Untamed, and I am so glad to be joined because I missed my gal last time. All right. With, <laughs> with Crystal. Yes, the future author, Miss Crystal, but book reviewer, book blogger. And also host of the Get Caught Up podcast. How are you doing this evening, Crystal? Yeah, I'm so tired. My eyes are probably about like this big. And you want to know what? I've you're right. I wasn't here the last time because I just came in town, yes. and here I am again. I just got back in town <laughs> yesterday. Just got back in town. Yeah, yeah you, know, I, I, you know, it's like you need to stay yeah. home, but I'm not. But I'm so excited yeah. to be here. I'm excited about our guests because. I'm t- oh y'all I'm telling you if y'all have not read this book y'all sleeping for real definitely for real. sleeping so for I'm excited real. to finally get to talk to him ask some questions and I missed you too I was like I, I feel like I ain't talked to you in a month of Sundays even though we text we text but we hadn't talked we, had, we yes. hadn't really talked so yes yes no it's been a minute and I, so I missed you from our last show you yeah we just get back and then you had to deal with some traffic issues so. Yeah, last guess she totally understood, but I always love look, Oprah always love having her gal, you know. Of course, and you know, gal ain't well, I'm gonna say it, gal ain't nothing with Oprah without Oprah, so (laughs) yes, I said it here. 
Listen, I want to be like, you know, we Michael and Pippin, but Pippin be tripping these days. So, guess who, who I got to get? We Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> <Before they fell out. laughs> but, but they fell back in. They fell back in, though. So, they, that's good. That's a good analogy. Right. So, there we go. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness gracious. Because nobody else, I don't know, man. You got a couple of combinations, but ain't nothing like them two right now. <laughs> we can be Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. There you go. We're going to be Cardi and Megan. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bongos. So but I, I don't know. I like WAP a little bit better. So, But we can go with Bongos. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're like, y'all just stick the over again. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Yeah, I said I'll break down. Yes. Uh uh-uh, uh, little bell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bongo. Look, I can't bongo. And I'm sure I should have talked about the wop. <laughs> right. The way my knees set up. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, therefore, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. Maybe when I was 21, but no, nothing. <laughs> But listen, they like, yeah, we can tell y'all haven't been together for a while. Y'all just talking. <laughs> I know. Sorry, we do that. Sorry, we do. Look, this is how we act when we like we don't have company. So I'm gonna act like we got company in the room. <laughs> Let's put it back out like we got company, y'all. So listen. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Yes, I'm supposed to be shouting out our sponsors. See, I forgot about them. Look, yes, don't forget about them. Don't forget about y'all because y'all help keep the dream alive. Um, so we appreciate you guys. Look, <clears throat> let me go back to my professional mode. Um, we are presented by Uncanny Publishing. Allow us to help <laughs> you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring new or even a seasoned author, you need help along your literary journey. Visit www.untamedpublishing.net for your literary service needs. There are a plethora of services, which is also where you will go to sign up for author interviews on the Contact Us page, which will reopen on December 15th for the 2024 year. Because 2023 is completely full, and we thank everybody who signed up and still was trying to sign up. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I thank you. Yes, yes, yes. They they kept kept the uh, sisters busy over here with the scheduling. So yes, we appreciate you for another great year, great season. Also, we want to give much love and shout out to Tiana Danae, XO, JC, KB's Bookshelf, Tyler Landscaping, Jones Pressure Washing and Lawn Care, and me and my son's lawn care for all of the money that jizzles that folds. And everything in between that you all donate to the podcast to keep it going. We appreciate you so, so much. And if you would like to be a sponsor, you know what to do. Hit up anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. And there are sponsorship pages available as low as 99 cents a month. So we appreciate everything that you guys do for us in the podcast so yes thank you we appreciate it we appreciate it and so oh look you missed out on the birthday announcements birthday anniversaries all of that good stuff so it's okay it's okay it is i said it on the writer wednesday you did you said it on the writer wednesday podcast but i look i'm gonna show some more love (laughs) to my husband yes (laughs) Because we celebrated 23 years on September 16th. And so we're going to head All out right. of town. We, we look, we're trying to get out of town this weekend. We couldn't get out of town for our anniversary weekend. So we're trying to get out of here this weekend. Um, yep, roll out. Well, roll we out. We had to make our schedule line to get out of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> so 
Look, I'm already trying to put a trip together for October. <laughs> I got to go. Had to get, I got to get out of here and give me a break. Man, so. Yes, you deserve one. So thank you. I do. I do. I do. He do too. So, so you know, he works hard. But yeah. yes. But enough about all of that, all of that, because we are here tonight. We have a very special guest, and I am excited. I'm gonna tell you why I'm excited though, because it is for some some reason it's a rarity that we actually have men folk on our show. I right? know. Always chilling out with the girls, but tonight is all about the men, one man in particular. And so I am going to let you read his bio so that we can intro him in. All righty, let's go. So tonight we will be talking to Mr. Lamarts Brown. He is a renowned brand marketing guru, business coach, and founder of Life Lyrics Entertainment. Lamarts was born and raised in Patterson, New Jersey. He attended Berkeley College and graduated magna cum laude with a Bachelor of Science in Business Management. He may have a sixth sense for business, but Lamarts' two biggest passions are writing and helping young people in his community. Through his work and his books, Lamarts strives to help youth realize their potential and become better adults who will succeed in life. Lamarts founded Life Lyrics Entertainment as a platform through which young and aspiring producers, filmmakers, and writers can reach a wider audience with ease. With his books, Lamarts aims to bring some new and fresh stories to contemporary urban literature lovers. Lamarts is the author of two novels, Built on Broken Pieces and Blank Canvas of You. Lamarts' inspiration is real life issues and stuff that people don't like to talk about. Taboo topics spiced up with a unique twist. You ain't never lied. <laughs> Lamarts is a warm and genuine person who believes that there is still some beauty left in the world. When he's not writing or helping people, Lamarts enjoys being a loving husband and father. Lamarts Brown, welcome to the UP Hot Seat. How welcome, are you? Welcome, welcome. Hey, good. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate you guys. Well, thank you for joining us. So yeah. let me tell y'all this because y'all not going to get to see this, okay? But I'm going to just share a little bit of tea. <laughs> yes. So, you know, good. me and Untamed sitting in here looking like we always look, you know, just in here, you know, just like, oh, we just record and we always turn on the camera so we can see each other. We play off each other. That's what we do. But no, Mr. Brown come up in here with a button-up shirt, tie, you know, a little sweater vest, you know, Yay. looking all like he just got off of the runway and interviewed something. <laughs> and we sitting here like, well, damn, do we need to turn the camera off and come back? Man, but, you know. I, I, I had to bring the, the, the wine to the party. You, I like wine. We couldn't physically, physically be together, so I had to bring the wine to the party. You know, I like I wine. Right. I like the wine. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah. take a screenshot so we can show everybody. Like this is how fishy he looked, and this is how we was looking, and this is how we look. <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys look. are still beautiful queens. That's it. Thank, yeah. you, very Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I appreciate that because appreciate the way I'm set up, I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. Long, like long day. She's like, as soon as I log off, I'm logging into the bed, okay? <laughs> yeah. And you know, I don't go to bed early, but it, it might be an early night. It might be one. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I came home yesterday, and you know, I don't take naps. I passed out for three hours. I told my daughter, wow. I said, oh, wake me up in two hours. 
Mm-mm. Wow. wow. That, that's she was like, yeah. yeah. Let me she was like, it's 5 30. I said, leave me alone and rolled over. <laughs> <laughs> that means you needed it. That means you yes. needed it. Yes. yes. You needed uh, it. So, yes. Well, you know, now look, I guess that that opened up to what our, our next segment, right? Which is get it off your chest. So, look, she yeah. got it off her chest about <laughs> the fact we have. Well, that's not what I want to get off my chest. Oh, she's. She said she got some more. Get off her yeah, got I got some, some more. Pour, pour, it yes. pour it out. Pour it out. So let's get what you got. Get off your chest, girl. Okay, so let me just share this because you know I like uh, you know I'm transparent. I you know I feel like I tell all my business. Y'all probably know too much stuff about me as it is. But so this weekend, well, my goal in life is well, one of my goals is to travel all fifty states before I'm fifty. Right. Okay. So I've been traveling a lot lately. So this weekend I went to Minnesota. Now, my friend that I travel with, I love traveling with her because you, I've learned in life there's a traveler and there's a vacationer. I've learned that I'm a traveler. So I like to go and when I go to places, you know, see how the locals live and then just explore the area. So um, we was in Minneapolis. We went to Minnesota. We, she, um, her daughter lives in Bloomington, but we were in, we went to Minneapolis and we went to see where George Floyd died. Hmm. And to see the memorial. So I cannot wait to put like my video together of pictures I have. But, I, you know, I was telling people it was just something different about that area, like that one mm. spot. It was like, you know how you go places and it just seemed loud, but then it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt. It was like a somber vibe over it. And I was just like, mm. it was just different. But I really enjoyed it. And to see, so like it was a guy, he was out there, you know, bouncing the soccer ball, playing a piano because they had all this stuff at the gas station. Like they had books where you can drop off books, take a book, you know, and I was just like, it was just amazing to see Um, the memorial was still there. All of the things are there, the store, um, they changed the name. But the thing is, is that the businesses that are there still there are suffering, because that it's like a memorial to him, but then you have the names of other um, people who have died on the street. I don't know. It was just beautiful. So mine is more so not a rant or a rave. It was just an experience that mm. I felt like I was not ready to experience. So mm. it was nice. It was definitely nice. So I can't wait to put the video together to kind of like show it so you can see it through my eyes, but it was definitely a different feel for me going on a trip. Wow. So that's all I had to do to get off my chest. <laughs> well, well, look, I think um, <clears throat> that was probably very, you know, som- it's somber, but, you know, humbling and just yes. kind of in today's world where everything is, I call it like the microwave, you know, yeah. it's here today, gone the second tomorrow. Later, you know, and yeah. you know, it's the uprise today, tomorrow, everything is kosher. Like we don't really take time to really understand and appreciate those moments, you know, right. because that was real. Like we, and we saw it live in the television. Yeah, so live on television. Live yeah. that we come, sometimes we become desensitized to it. And so it's good to reflect on that, you know, but for the reason that you did, for something to to sink into you, to be a positive moment, be a moment that allows you to reflect and stop for a moment and consider life and consider, you know, the things that are happening around you in your society. 
So yeah, it it was it feels like one of those moments. Like immediately, as soon as you said it, like it was a shift even with us. Yes. We were just like, yes. Yeah. Wow. It, it it just made you not you know sad and reflectively sad, but also just make you reflect, think, and just kind of appreciate right. life and and understand the the preciousness of it. You know. That yes, like definitely. Um, and it wasn't. I like the fact. Like I said, even though it was where he died, they also gave. You know, um, they also recognize other black people who were killed. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like I said, it was definitely different. And it was just like, Oof. and then, you know, we got back in the car, drove off and then just started singing and dancing to music like it was nothing. Mm -hmm. But it, it definitely was a shift when mm -hmm. we went there. And I was like, do, I was asking my friend, I was like, do you feel like she was like, yeah, so. I don't know, but it was definitely, it was different. It was different. Well, listen, my mind is going to be real quick and it's not <laughs> as in depth, but, but I, mine is not, I'm like yours. Mine is not a rant or a raise. Well, it might be a little bit of a raise. Let me say a little, let me, I'm going to just claim that it's a raise. Okay. Um, because, um, and Tyson and I were speaking today. We're going to get t-shirts made. As you know, we've been um, doing films for a good little minute. But the last one we had, it was one of those things where, baby, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And right. Everything that you didn't even think about going wrong went wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> we had to really um, <clears throat> put on our big girl pants and, um, and see what we were. It taught us to see what we were made of in the moment, you know, and so coming towards the end of this, we're getting a t-shirt made that says, you know, before I was just making films, now I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> okay. okay. I like that. Okay. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Like, because you don't really feel like, you may feel it in the moment when you get your, you know, first few projects, but it's the one that tests you, that tests your muscle to see if you're going to break. That's the one that's like, we feel like that's the one that says, no, now you got the right to say. Yeah, that's so true. Because, baby, when I say make a film, <laughs> when I tell you make a film, it, it, was, it, it is just that. It's so that is my raise because I I'm just so happy that we're at the end of it, but I'm also happy about the final product because we went through the, the hell and the high water. Right. <laughs> yeah. Getting this project done. And so I'm so excited about it. And I cannot wait for it. Now I can honestly say I cannot wait for it to come out. <laughs> yes. Because baby, when I say popping my collar, <laughs> yes. So that wow, congrats. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, congrats. That that that's a big step. You know, that's a big step. So yeah, definitely uh pat yourself on the back because who, although it was difficult and you uh, ranting or raving about it now, you know, once it, it come out and everybody see the finished product, I'm sure, you know, it's going to be dope. So that's what's up. Thank of course. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, I'm excited. Um, I can't wait for it. I can breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> yes. We, we made it through this thing. We did. We did. And, I mean, it was, and it's not just us. Our whole entire team, like, we toughed it out. We went through some challenges. I mean, even from when I say 
beginning to end. Like <laughs> pre for pre prod all the way. And the you got pride. it. Like we did. We went, <laughs> we went through the fire, girl, and it's like, um, especially on set, there was so much that was just again, like I can't even describe it. But the biggest thing, even in that moment, was we had an unexpected ice snowstorm that came, and. Wow. Uh, yeah, mm. just you know, having to worry about the safety of your crew, of your actors, um, having right. to put people up in places because they couldn't even make it home. It was, you know, just even the stress of that was enough. It was a lot, you know, making sure people were eating because there was no restaurants open. You know, it was like, <laughs> it was it was hard. It was really difficult. Uh, you know, even in the moment of filming, and so we just really. Everyone buckled down. They hung in there. They were some troopers. Like we went through the fire. So I, I appreciate every last one of them. Mm-hmm. I love them to death. I take nothing from them. They know they're part of the few. You know, the first people I probably call <laughs> uh, if we ever need to do something because I was like, yeah, no, y'all, y'all, y'all built. <laughs> y'all, y'all been trying to the fire. So I know what you can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So yes, now that is that is my that's my rave. I'm gonna say it's a rave because definitely not a rave. If I want to rant about anything, I will. I will rant about the weather, but then I have to have take it up with a good Lord. Right, <laughs> like, right. You did what you wanted to do, so I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let that go. But uh, no, but so I'm gonna say it's a rave because I'm so so proud of everyone who's connected to it because they just they brought their all and gave a thousand percent you know to get this to the finish line so yes well i can't wait to see it guys (laughs) i love all of you (laughs) (laughs) so the mind what is it that you need to rant or rave about whatever it is you can rant you can rave it doesn't matter it could be yes (laughs) got got you so so i'm on this kick where uh i'm i'm on this thing while i heal right so mm-hmm. I'm going through the, the this healing process, and <clears throat> I think my rant would be, you know, while people heal, you have to understand that it's not personal. Yes, it, it, and that's just it. Because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about the person being yep. able to get up in the morning. It's about the person being able to function throughout the day. Um, yep. and you know handle responsibilities and once that person gets themselves right once they are you know almost healed because sometimes i feel like we will never be fully healed it will always be a process um i think that you know at the end of the day they're healing so give them grace to heal that's it thank you Thank, Thank you. you. Say it again for the so people important. in the back who's down the street around the corner and didn't hear you. Yeah. Because you could tell somebody you're healing. You can tell somebody I'm working on myself. You can tell somebody that I'm still working on myself and they still going to say, well, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you sure you okay? Or, you know, but you wasn't like that at first. Mm-hmm. When you start getting like that. Or look, or just take it personal, like everything yep. is like a personal attack on them. It's like, no, when I say it's really not, it's just 
Mm-hmm. Allow me to have my space because you know it's like this, and people take everything personal. I mean, I, everything these days of times, like everything <laughs> is taken personal. If I don't yeah. speak to you, you take it personally. If I'm speaking, but I'm not speaking the way you want me to speak, I am taking it personally. Sometimes, even if you just speak and you just say hello, well, you know, you can ask me how I'm doing. You know, it's like, oh, but Lord, so you true. Know, so you can't please everybody so what you have to do is just please yourself and, and make sure that you know if you do have a belief you please them before god if not just please yourself yeah. you know i always tell people like you, you, know, mm-hmm. you can only be responsible for you <laughs> you can only be exactly responsible for yourself so um you know but no that is a great great point so, that is a great were one. You, were you were you finished with your your way on your own? Yeah, yeah. So that that was it. That was it for me. Okay. While I heal, give me grace. Give me grace. <laughs> I know that's right. It, look, and we go. I'm glad you said it again. Like Kristen said, for the people in the back around the corner down the street who didn't hear, yeah. like, while I heal, give me grace. Yeah, we're gonna look. We you might need to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> And see, I, I feel like you being nice by saying why I'm healing, give you grace. Because if I'm, you know, I'm healing and you don't want to give me grace, back the fuck off. <laughs> right. That's yes, my grace. Oh, That's God. the grace I'm giving you. You don't like what I'm doing? Bye. I don't care. So exactly. I like the fact that you're saying give me grace because you basically asking, let me work on myself. And mm-hmm. then we can, you know, we then something can happen. But not you don't owe people that. See, that's another thing people need to realize. We don't owe you nothing. If I want you to know what I'm going through, I will tell you. If I don't want you to know, if I'm working on myself, you don't have to know. I don't have to give you grace. I can tell you to mind your business, but you are extending the grace. So Lamar said, whoever ain't listening, give him grace. <laughs> whoever ain't listening. Yep. But you know, I'll say this today and then we'll we'll move on. Look, we'll we'll move on. But I'll say this today. You know, social media uh, is a big culprit uh, of that people that know how to mind their business. Because yep. that, you know, it's good and it has a lot of great points. But one of the many down points of social media is that everybody thinks they have access or need access to everybody's everything. And you just don't. It's like and I mean, that's the nature of the beast because I, I won't lie to you. You know, we can all be honest. Sometimes people do say stuff and it's cryptic and you're like, what the hell going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's natural instinct. You want to know. But right. I think the, the line in the sand is where you have to be adult enough, mature enough to know that if they wanted you to know, they would tell you. Don't be going on these people post asking them what's wrong and then get mad when they tell you, mind your business. I told you as much as I want to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, in the, but I will say this to that too. And also doing that, don't be that type of person who put every single beauty out there and then get mad when people say, well, what's going on? <laughs> well, you've been telling me everything else. We on season three, chapter yes, we are. episode. I ran about that a while ago. Don't put your business out there and then when people get mad and say something to you, you want to be in your feelings. You should have shut yeah, your exactly. mouth. Yeah, don't yeah. don't cancel those show now because it ain't going the way you think it should go. Yes. 
for the youth. So I for before we hop in even into the author, your author life, I want to just ask you a little bit about your um, life lyrics entertainment platform where you, you know, you help young and inspiring producers and filmmakers and writers. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I would love for the youth or anybody just who is aspiring to go into that field to learn more. As you see, I'm passionate about it. So, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. And, and I told them the real, like everything don't always go as planned. So if you could just <laughs> tell us a breakdown about your platform, I would love to hear more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Life Lyrics, um, you know, to me came at a time in my life where I really was trying to figure out what I wanted to do from, you know, a young man to a man. You, you get what I'm saying? So right. um, at the time, I was um, kind of like the youth leader, you know, in my church. Um, and I had a lot of young people with a lot of great ideas, um, but they just didn't know how to channel it or, you know, what to do with it. So my job was to talk them through it, um, you know, give them, you know, uh, my experience of, you know, what I uh, kind of done you know, to understand a little bit about, you know, films. First, it started with books for me. Um, you know, then it moved to stage plays. And, you know, eventually, like you said, um, definitely trying to to do movies. Um, actually partnering with uh, my business partner, Erica Williams, you know, on, you know, a movie. But it, it's time for me to jump in that arena as well. So I think being a positive role model for young people, I'm not after their money. I'm not trying to get them for their ideas or anything like that. I want to see them progress and I want to see them grow. So I just want to be that shining light in every young filmmaker life that feel like they couldn't make it. So that's just it. And it and it's crazy because it sounds a little, you know, preachy or, you know, motivational. But at the end of the day, that's the type of person I am. So. I like that. I definitely like that. They, you know, and I feel like that's so needed. And um, like you said, when you have youth that have a lot of ideas, you have to give them an outlet and show them a structure and some discipline as far as how to get this out. Because you know, good energy can quickly turn into negative energy these days. Yes, it could. With, with look, not even with our youth, because some of our adults are losing their whole. Some of the, I'm about to say <laughs> some of the adults too. <laughs> they lose yeah. their mind too. So we need that good that place where we can center and focus and hone in on specific talents, you know, and help cultivate that because you just never know where that's going to lead. Programs exactly. and platforms like that they help build up, you know, these youth and these people who have these ideas, and it helps them turn it from an idea to a goal to you know, and bring that all into fruition, and then they see themselves writing scripts and screenplays, you know, they see themselves, you know, producing, they see themselves, you know, making films, and so then that motivates them to possibly go into a life career of it, even if it's a hobby. It's something to basically hone in on their time, you know, give them some positive things to do to do with it, (laughs) to have some time. If you got some time on your hand, you can be doing this instead of that, (laughs) you know? Exactly. So I appreciate it for one. So yes, no, and and we all need motivation because trust me, these days and times, there's so much 
every time you turn on the TV, the 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 social media, the anything, it's always mm-hmm. something positive. But then it's always something negative. Something negative. <laughs> yeah. One thing positive, negative. five things negative. negative. And then I just think we need new, fresh eyes, um, fresh ears, new voices. Mm-hmm. I mean, because what you're, ooh, I got the hiccup. Sorry, but I just moved back to the DMV. And I said I wanted to take what I do with my books and go into helping kids like reading. But I never know. We might have some future writers, some future Mm -hmm. filmmakers, and they need somebody that's going to believe in them and help them. So I was like, that was something I was looking at. So that's good to know that that you have that. So I might have to be be sliding in your DM. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yes. uh, and I'm getting real, like, real serious about it because, you know, I got a, you know, a play, you know, coming up, turning one of the, the books into a play. Um, so it, it, it's a Is lot it the one we're avenues. discussing? Is it the one we're discussing? No. So it's my first book. My first oh. book, I, I am, you know, going to adapt it into, you know, a play. Um, I think I want to really go that route. That is a route that is kind of not um done right now yeah. um you know i feel like tyler perry came in you know did his thing people came after him but now i feel like there's a void there like yep. and i want to mm-hmm. give something new something fresh so yeah that that's what i'm thinking okay, yeah, okay. It is a void. so i'm so well, glad i need to get this. into this first this first book then yeah, yeah. you got to jump in mm-hmm. i'm so glad that you're you're going to you know fill the void because yes he had he has left one, but you know I understand. You have to after after a while, you have to move on, and you have to continue to kind of reinvent yourself and continue to thrive and and do different things and make different moves because right. Um, you know, of course, burnout. You know, and that was his biggest thing was he had burnout, yeah. and so he had to be able to sit back because you want to enjoy, you know, the fruits of your labor as well. Yes, you don't want to do. burn out and then. Next thing you know, you're sick, you pass away, and you never ever got a chance to look you at up to do anything. Roses. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I understand. So yes, we definitely fill the void. So now you are into contemporary, you're writing contemporary urban literature. Um, and I want to just ask, you know, how, first of all, you know, what made you become a writer and, and why contemporary urban fiction? Wow. Um, so I, I never really looked um, at myself as myself as a writer um, for different reasons. You know, I really wasn't, you know, confident in, you know, my writing abilities. Now, I used to write passages, you know, send them to my friends. You know, they tell me that, you know, it's good and, you know, I should, you know, continue. But it never was something that I was confident in. So I never uh, kind of jumped into that realm. Um, but when I read, you know, Be More Careful, Shannon Holmes, you know, mm-hmm. I love that book. I'm telling you, that was my first yes. introduction, you know, into urban uh, fiction and urban literature. And let me tell you something. The way he told that story, I'm like, wow, you can tell stories like that and nobody's going to be offended or, you know, you can tell stories like that and people gravitate to it. Right. So I was like, bet, like, you know, <laughs> let, 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 let me try to see, you know, if I can do it. So I was a, a junior, I think, um, 
in high school, you know, when I started developing, you know, this story, um, I wrote three versions of it before it is actually the book um, that it is today, which is built on broken um, pieces. Um, but my love for urban fiction is what sparked uh, my writing capability or my my need and my and my will to write. Um, so it, it, it just happened organically. Um, I, I didn't believe in it. I got linked up with uh, author B Love. Shouts out to B Love. That's my yes. mentor. Yeah. That, that's my that's my heart. I love her. She is so honest, so raw, so real. She you know taught me so much. You know on this journey of being an author. Um, I got with her. Um, and she was like, no, I, I'm gonna help you finish this book and. It, it, it was done and I became a writer, never thinking of a second book, never thinking of a third book or even a fourth book. But once that first book came out and I saw that I was able to do it, then I knew that I was an author. Yeah, awesome. that that's so beautiful. And I love when um, we in the industry, you know, extend that mentorship out to each other. It's such a beautiful thing because I always say I'm a stickler and I say it all the time. Like, you know, we do better together. You know, we, we, yeah, do. we definitely it's just, do. It's just an honest thing. Like, you know, sometimes you need a person yeah. to bounce ideas off of. You need somebody just to be able to talk to and talk about the stressors. Because even though we love it, it doesn't mean it doesn't come without its level of stress and anxiety that you experience, even if it's nothing but the anxiety of publishing a book because re regardless if it's your first book or your hundredth book every book you release you have that anxiety you know people <laughs> love it they're gonna relate yep. you know they're gonna connect to this book so it's always still there but also the business and the art of it you have to have those connections and then networking to cultivate the business sector of it and also it helps you with the creativity you know, absolutely. You know, people that's show true. that, but they don't understand. And, and I give this simple example all the time when we get into these discussions. It's like, why do you think they have writers room for television shows, for major networks, for movies? They have exactly. writers room because one person's vision isn't going to display the whole vision of what this show or what this movie is about. You have writers room so that you can bounce ideas off each other. Because you're gonna, I'm gonna say something that's gonna spark something in you, and you're gonna say something that I wasn't thinking about, and that's gonna spark somebody else. And before you know it, you have a masterpiece that you all contributed to. Yeah. So it's it's very good to be able to have a mentor in that way, where when you say something to them, you might be having a writer's block, and you just maybe tr trying to, you know, cultivate the scene, and you're, you know, you're not quite sure how to do it, and they can say the one thing, and you're like, oh. I got it now. It's flowing like a river, you know. So it, <laughs> exactly, it is so important, and you know, it's important to have that sisterhood and that brotherhood within the literary industry. So, look, so that was some quick things. <laughs> everybody inspiring. Like, yeah, get, get you some, like you get you a team of people because I, yes. right. I, you know, you I think Untamed for always, everybody. always helping me out. I mean, I have Untamed behind me. I have um, authors, um, Miss Sassy, the author. I have L.A. Sky. I have Mo Flame. So mm -hmm. definitely get you a team of people. <laughs> yeah. And you know who else I have to really give a shout out to? Um, author T-Styles. Like, 
she's always yes yeah like you know from the beginning from black and ugly you know even you know to now i was in her elite writers academy um before you know and and let me tell you she is the true she's a straight shooter like t styles don't play like she um makes you really think so shouts out to to her because i learned a lot um, you know, um, while I was um, under her umbrella of the writers, uh, the elite writers academy. So yeah, I definitely. love it. Awesome, and I love Tisa. You are absolutely correct. Yes, like, she she is very giving of information. She does yeah. not. She's yeah. a teacher. She's really a teacher. And if you get the opportunity to go up under her tutelage, you know, take the advantage okay. of it. It's important because even if you're not in the academy, and I say this out here, and I throw this out here for you know aspiring writers, like. She, you know, even through her website, like she sells certain materials. Like even if you don't join, she will sell. She sells it. It's you can read. Take time to read it. You know, I have actually purchased some of her material. I wasn't part of her elite academy, but honey, I jumped on some Zoom calls and she was like, "Here, it's open to the public." Or you know, I got this available on my website. Yes, I go because you, you like I said again, you need a team. I jump in there and I be like, "So, thank you, T Styles. I let me look. Let me throw that out there too." Thank you, T Styles, because you have helped yes. me. Yes. When I went to learn about Kendall Villa, I saw with yes, because <laughs> she was getting the information and she was sharing it, and oh, I was yes, like, was. "Let me, let me go and, and find out what this is about." So, you, you have to don't feel pressured to feel like you have to know everything about everything because you're just not, right, you know. Exactly. And this industry is ever changing, so you always have to connect with people and you know, kind of stay on your toes. And so, don't ever get stagnant. what we're gonna do right here is we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back we are going to get into the book so what you guys this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna read the synopsis when we come back but crystal is gonna read us a snippet and then we are gonna get into the questions because I, I, I do have one particular question, but I want to wait until we get into the book and, you know, I want to ask you about it because, man, um, yeah, this is, this is, this is going to be fun. This is so I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. So we will be right back in just one moment. Welcome to Kiss Your Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with Fifty Shades of Success. While Fifty Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha Lips, pamper your skin with Kisha Body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com, where comfort meets a piece of style. Hey, Untamables, it's Kiana Denae, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask, have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course, my website at KianaDenae.com dot wordpress.com now back to the show hello 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 we are back welcome back and thank you guys so much for tuning in we are with 
author Lamarcus Brown. And earlier we were getting some things off our chest, some good things off our chest. We wasn't ranting today, y'all. We was raving today. So we're getting some good little raves off of our chest and speaking more about his platform, Life Leaf Entertainment, and also, you know, just about networking and being able to connect and mentorship. So this has been a teachable teachable moment but it really has yeah. <laughs> look but now we got to get into the to the thicker phase because we got to get into this good book <laughs> so um, <laughs> i as promised was going to read the synopsis for blank canvases of you so look now y'all gonna see me i gotta take out my glasses like we said earlier you gotta take off our glasses to see and put them on gotta the take table. it off <laughs> the i gotta take it off the scene right uh, <laughs> yes i'm like wait a minute now <laughs> uh Look, I promise y'all, one day these all these glasses and prescriptions are gonna work like they're supposed to. <laughs> finally, right? Look, finally. And for those who are younger than um, us, lovely ladies here, as my grandma said, keep on living. <laughs> keep on living, right? Keep on living. So here is the synopsis for blank canvases of you. Two worlds collide by point. <clears throat> look, two worlds collide by the paintbrushes that turn a blank canvas into an all-encompassing journey of a love that may may abound. When Mega Dakar lost the love of his life, oh, he started seeing things through a different lens. So much so that painting no longer was his piece. All wrapped up in a job gone wrong, Mega discovers the unparalleled perfection of a new friend, Miss Mona Lisa Sutton. I love that. I love I know. <laughs> For Mona Lisa Sutton, the owner of Picturesque Art Gallery in Hackensack, New Jersey, life wasn't always a fairy tale. Between her mother leaving her for dead, oof, and her father's scandalous ways, she had to fight for her black girl magic, both physically and mentally. Who would have thought, as she finds herself, she also finds solace in a world of chaos. Together, Mega and Mona Lisa experienced the creation of a portrait hand-painted by life's unexpected pop-up shops of the past, the present, and possible future. Will their love for art frame and protect such a masterpiece, or will the blank canvases display despair and detriment? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Such a powerful synopsis, but Crystal, it was. I, I, listen, I'm going to throw it to you um, to read the snippet, and then I got a quick question before we dive into this book. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Lil, you know, let me take my glasses off. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Damn. They say milk does a body good, but what type of milk y'all drinking? That shit got to be from Wakanda. Mona's animated friend joined us as her eyes lustfully landed on a shy. Did I say his name right? Ashay? Yes, you did. Ashai. Oh, Ashai. Okay. I can show you how to keep your vitamin D levels up. Ashai mouthed off with a grin. (laughs) I loved him. (laughs) I bet you you will, Mona. Girl, you didn't tell me he had a friend. Mona's friend yelled while walking off in a hurry to the back. That got a chuckle out of both of us. Bro, you didn't tell me she had a friend. Ashai looked at me, rubbing his hands together. She talks too much, but I got something to shut her up. I couldn't hold in my laugh, knowing he was dead serious. Ashai loved a good challenge. I wanted you to see for your, 
I stopped mid-sentence. I had to take in her beauty. Miss Mona Lisa Sutton lit up the room with her rich caramel skin. Her lips were glossed, ready to be kissed again, while her body called out for me to save it. I gravitated to her. It was like my feet had a mind of their own. In my dreams, I couldn't wait to hold her in my arms again. So I wasted no time. That kiss did something to me that I couldn't quite explain and didn't want to explain until I knew for myself. Nothing else mattered as we embraced. Let me see if your arms make me melt like that. Your arms are so big and strong. Mona's homegirl used her finger to outline Ashad's body. She rested her head on his chest and she wrapped herself in his arms. Damn, girl, I get it. Please excuse my friend. Mona left my embrace to snatch her friend up. Ashad and I made eye contact, loving the entertainment. That scene was hilarious to me. <laughs> Her best friend was hilarious to me. She was like, a, she was hilarious, period. But go ahead, Untame. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here is my question. And I I rarely, sometimes we ask this, but it really has to speak to me. So look, look from your um, bio, you put in there about the title of your first book. And then it's the title of this one. Your titles are so poetic. Yes. How, how do you come up with them? Now, I guess this is two questions. How do you come up with the titles and do you create your title before the story or does your story dictate your title? Mm. So it, it's it's crazy. So for uh, 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 Built on Broken Pieces, which is my first book, um, it actually, and it's crazy I'm saying this, and I don't even know why it feels crazy saying this, but it was a title of my what they call trial sermon mm. so you know in, in church um you know i used to be a, a minister and and you know training and yep. you know i feel as though god gave me the word built on broken pieces because a lot of times we are you know brought into this world um broken pieces that we have no no uh hand in you know breaking yeah. Um, so uh, that that's how I looked at that title. But when I got the story, it kind of like connected because a lot of those characters, it was a family. Um, it their whole dynamic was built on broken pieces, and now the kids are trying to piece it back together when they'll have all the pieces. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's yeah. the uh, um how the title came for the first book. Now, blank canvas of you. I have to shout out my beautiful, talented, amazing wife, um, you know, my better half, you know, my everything, um, because uh, she actually, you know, helped with that title. Uh, we were actually on our honeymoon um, in Cabo, and we were sitting at the table, and I was running down what I wanted to be the book about. Like, and I'm like, what would the title be? So we kept running through titles, kept running through titles, and soon as she said it, blank canvas of you, I was I jumped out my seat like that's it. That's yeah. it. You know, yeah. that that you know, that's what it was because it embodied everything I wanted the story, you know, uh to be. Um, so to answer your question is the title always comes kind of before the story. In some cases, uh the new a uh, book that I'm working on, um, the title came before uh, the storyline and also the other book is the title before the storyline. So yeah, first start with the title. 
and I, I seem to be uh, four word titles for some reason. So yeah, my next, <laughs> my next one is wait. My next one is three, honestly, um, and then the other one is three too. So it it it, it varies, but thank you for that. Oh, I like welcome. that. Yeah, I definitely like that. So this story, I, I'm just trying to see how I can say this. So I love the fact, and I said this to you earlier, because one, Lamarts can be a female's name. I feel like it can be a unisex name if it's not. But if I didn't talk to you before I got this book, I would have thought it was, you know, a woman writing it because you did such a phenomenal job with the romance in this book. Like you really show that thugs, hard street dudes can be very smart. I mean, we already know they smart. They got to be smart to be out in the yeah. streets, but right. you show that they were loving, they were caring that even though they don't trust people that when they get that one person or some people that they can trust them. So with this story, where did the idea come from? Because this is a story that I have never read before either. And I do a lot of reading. So <laughs> where did this story idea come from? So uh, the story just originated. Um, initially, the outline was for, you know, an artist to have a manager, you know, kind of help her um, experience. It, it wasn't what kind of artist, you know, it was or anything like that. I did a, a a singer, you know, in my my first book. I wanted to really learn more about uh, a certain art. So mm -hmm. I was like, I love painting. So yes. let me, you know, learn so much more about painting so I can really see if it's a character that I can bring to life. I started doing my research. I'm like, that is perfect because the relationship I want to build is around art and it's not always music because for me, I'm a music head. Music is my life. Mm -hmm. Music. I is, love music. It, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's how I live. I can't live without it. So I wanted to put a different spin on it. And, you know, as far as I, I had to go, you know, to a place where I have a lot of female cousins, you know, I have a lot of female friends you know, um, as well in this particular storyline, I knew that a lot of the fan base were going to be women readers. So right. I had to connect in a way with them to say, okay, I can relate or, you know, this is, you know, crazy because I've been through it. So I, and I also was told that most men don't do that well. So I had to kind of like prove a point that I can't. <laughs> well, you proved the point. You sure did. You, you proved, proved the point. point. So listen, I, I do have this one question since you were you were on the track with that when you were talking about you know how you had to kind of prepare for it and you know and then of course you know implement the story. So what is your favorite, or if you don't have a favorite, what's the most memorable line or moment of the book for you? Wow. Um, so I, I will have to say they had a date night. Um, it, it was something that I felt like Mega wanted to do that was out of the norm because mm -hmm. they, they both was, was artists. So, you know, they both knew how, you know, to paint and it both brought them joy. But he took it a step further, flew in somebody from Africa, 
you know, to this particular park to spray paint, you know, saran wrap. Yep. It, it was like a different experience. It was like, yo, I can really, you know, make a, a painting out of saran wrap, you know, and spray paint. So it was different for them. It was well thought out. And he really try to uh like meet her where she was that was memorable for me because i'm like mega you you a cool dude like you better <laughs> oh no he you, you he, he, he definitely can be bae him and a shot yeah. like you not even that you gave us not one but you gave two book bays in one book because mm-hmm. a shot whoo a shot <laughs> i love me so mega but a shot was no joke so you know the crazy part? A shy mm-hmm. for me was my favorite character. Too. Yeah. I promise yeah. you. Like <laughs> he he was a shy is everything that I'm not. Like he's yeah. literally he he says what he wants, he does what he wants. He he moved to the beat of his own drum and he does not care. But let me tell At you something. Oh, no consequences be damned. <laughs> he he has a book coming, him and Gina. And let me Ooh. tell you. It, it it is it is I can't wait because he is gonna be so unfiltered like it is it's All gonna right. be more than what he is in so, this book oh yeah <laughs> absolutely. absolutely I love me so. unfiltered character especially for yes. yeah that dude gave no as I'm sorry to say he gave no fucks yeah, no fucks were all. given so let's go back to the beginning mm-hmm. okay so I love the fact okay so first of all they called each other brothers so. But as we got in the book a little bit more, we knew they wasn't brothers. They just were brought up together by this lady. Yeah. Wait a minute, Ruby or Ruth? It was Ruby, right? Ruby. Ruby. Okay, I thought because I was like, I know, you know, I. She was a snake, and I'm glad as they got older, they saw that she was not worth a damn. But that <laughs> heist. Okay, <laughs> now you open a book with a hell of a heist. And one person, it was five of them. Poor. And one of them lost their life. Was Poor. that like what you wanted to happen? Or did the characters just was like, or was it, look, or did a shy step in and say, nah, nigga, <laughs> you ain't writing that. This is what you going to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was, it, it was a little bit of, of both. But I, I think it was more so mega for me because. Right. Mm. I, when when I picture stories, I always think about the the before. So right. you know, it, it opens up with the the heist. But when <clears throat> I was developing Mega, like he always was the 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 chosen one. So you know, you you always have growing up somebody that you know really don't rock with you like that. That that yeah. really mm-hmm. in the background like that. You know, envy you, yeah, like like really hating because they they want what you what you had, and I think everybody experienced that to Mm -hmm. some magnitude. You know, some bigger than Mm -hmm. others, but I think we all experienced it to uh, some magnitude. So it 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 was his brother. They were brought up together. They did, you know, get out of you know come out the gutter together. Right at the end of the day, um. It, it was a, a point in Tone's life where he was tired of just taking orders. He he wanted more. So Ashai was that more and he had to try to eliminate him. And, you know, although Mega sensed it, um, he really was at a point in his life where he was like tired of it at 
that point anyway. So, and I agree. So another thing too is that I felt that you did different in this book. And like I said, this book was a lot of difference for me. Like I said, I read a lot. So you brought in pieces that I would be like, oh, I never thought to do that, or I would never thought of that. Like putting Ruby in charge of the type of world that they were in. Like you say, okay, let me make her. And I'm not gonna say she was a bad bitch. She was an evil using bitch. Yeah, because yeah. you groomed these boys to do this until adulthood, and then you was really kind of stealing from them because you was yeah. getting a cut and you wasn't doing nothing. So doing nothing at all, doing nothing, but just sitting there thinking you pretty when actually, on all actuality, you ugly because you ugly on the inside and it just started <laughs> to come out on the outside. Exactly, exactly. You know, so what made you say, okay, forget, forget having a Rodney or a Ronald. Let's have a Ruby. <laughs> um, because you know, with 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 men or with with boys, I feel like they're more prone to gravitate to a woman, a mother right. figure, and because you know, a shy and both mega did not have that mother figure. Um, they look for it in, in you know someone else, and they got kind of hoodwinked before they became hood educated. If that right, makes sense. yep. That's um, true. Because she educated them, but um, they didn't really get it until like they graduated. It, right. If that made, made sense. So yeah, it do. Um, that, that's how they kind of, you know, gravitated to Ruby. Like, okay, this is a mother figure, something, somebody that, you know, I didn't have. She took me in and, you know, we're making money now and we're not really doing the drug thing because you know that that sure wasn't nothing you get what i'm saying so mm -hmm. we wasn't hugging the block we were making big time you know paydays and not having to go out every month you know maybe every quarter or even once a year depending on how big how the big the is. job was right so you know it that's easy money for you know young cats so so can i tell you i thought ruby was mona's mother <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. I did for a while because like he would never talk about her and I'm like do he know that's her mother and then it was like they wouldn't meet so I'm like okay is it the mother so that was kind of good because I was like is that her mother but when her mother stepped on the scene mm. I was like mm. oh she a bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> no she that she that come is what is what's the um how they say it the c-u-n-t that's what she was. Um, gotcha. yeah. Yes. So granted, okay, now her mother and her father, because I feel like now this, like I said, again, this is new and this is a difference for me because now Mona didn't have her mother growing up and you would think her father would support everything he would do, everything mm -hmm. she wanted to do because he's compensating for not having a mother, but he didn't. He did not. Yeah. He did not. And I was just like, her father blew me. Like, mm -hmm. blew me because I'm like, you her only parent and you should be supporting her and you would not support her. So, I mean, like, what's up with that? Why did you do well, <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> I, I really had to flip it because I'm like, a lot of times you see black fathers not in the household or right. black fathers, you know, uh, leaving to follow their dreams and, yeah. you know, things like that. But you do have some mothers that just like, okay, my dream is more important than this child. 
Yeah. Um, so I, his I, I really wanted that. Yeah. And I, w- I really wanted to, to put a spin on it. Um, and I believe, and, and honestly, while I was writing, you know, the dad and how, you know, he was talking, I had to really pause a lot of times because I'm a dad and I will never talk to my son because I have two sons. So my two sons like that, let alone my daughter. Daughter, so, yeah, he was, oh, he was nasty. Yeah, and he I was nasty. Back and really like, wait, like I, I don't feel comfortable with writing it. And if I was a man hearing you talk to your father, um, your daughter like that, that would be a problem. Like I, right. I would say something, you know, to you type of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm glad it, it evoked the emotions in me because I knew it was going to do it for the readers because I was mad. Like, sir, you, you, you don't say <laughs> stuff like that to your baby girl, your only girl. Your, uh, well, mm-hmm. well, right. the only one. Well, we thought it was the only one. Dad, dad was out there creeping in that young in that young snatch. He was out there yeah. having him some good old. He was having him a good old time. And that snatch got snatched up. So you know, <laughs> huh. that's what he get though. That's exactly what he get. But I love the fact yeah. that she had Gina as a best friend, and then she had Gina's mother because to me. Mo- even even though Mona did not have a mother, and then she had the type of father she had, she was pure woman to me. She was a lady. Like she dressed well. She spoke well. She was, you know, she was educated. She just was an epitome of, oh, I want, you know, I will want my son to marry. I will want my son to love, to be loved by her. And it's like, where did you get that from when you had two no good ass parents? <laughs> Not you, you one, two. What? Yeah, you know what I think it is? Um, a lot of times we uh, become what our environment is. Right. You know? So for me, that was another spin on it too. Although I came out of that, I am going to show, you know, my mom who left um, that right. I'm going to make it, you know, without her. I'm going to show my dad who, you know, don't believe in my dreams. He has his own dreams, you know, for my life. Um, I really believe that she made it on a wing and a prayer, meaning, you know, she leaned on her ability to say, nah, I'm that chick and I have to find that, you know, within myself. And I believe mm-hmm. that Mega kind of was the icing on the cake to help, yeah, her, you know, nudge her a little bit more. Yeah. And that's what I like too. And that's why I said it was just the the way you did it, it was just like so many little pieces because like you said, she had to find a way herself and then to meet this man, like when they first met instant attraction, they fell in love with each other from day one. And he was like, Oh, she it for me. Like he barely talked to her, was around her. He already knew that she was it for him. But the fact of the matter is, even though when she found out what he really was about, like she had the biggest deal of her lifetime that would make her, um, what was it? Her um, art gallery become big and he's supposed to be doing something bad. But I can say I did figure out that he didn't. So I was, <laughs> I figured that part out. But okay. let me, I don't want to say, say too much. Y'all, look, like all I can say I is. Say this too. I want to say this too, though. Uh, to, yeah, to Lamar's point too about, you know, when, you, when you're when you a child that grows up and you don't have the support of like your parents at all right. for whatever reason, 
those those are ones just like Tupac said, the rose that grew from the concrete. It yep. seems like when you, because I mean, you have to, you're not given an opportunity to whether or not you sink or swim. Because you know, a lot of times our parents will toss us out there and be like, you know, you sink or swim, but you always know you kind of got that lifeline. They gonna throw mm-hmm. that, they don't throw, no, they gonna throw that life preserver out there or that rope, and they gonna pull you on back to shore if you, before you drown and be like, okay, listen, this is what you did wrong, and this is what you, this is what I need you to do. But when you don't have that in your life, you gotta be all uh, you can be. You know, like you, you, you don't look. You have to swim. You can't sink. Yeah, yeah you, that is so true. You, you know, you all you got, and so, um, and that's just. That's like right there. That's the that's the part of it that makes the story like very realistic, especially for her character. Is because there are more people out there than not than we think of who actually have had to face that situation. And when you Absolutely. look up, they're the ones who are like mentors, and they are living these great and you know astounding lives. Yep. Because they look, they didn't have a lifeline. They had to yep. be their own lifeline. You know, they had to. They had to mess up and figure it out on their own and, you know, learn how to swim and create that greatness, you know, that great person within themselves, determined not to be the people who didn't raise Exactly. Them. Exactly. Uh, that is, that is definitely that you, true. I love that you put that in there, you know, and especially um, for, we see it so much for men, you know, especially black men, but for women, we don't really see it, but that happens across the board for women and for men. So I'm glad you put it in there for her storyline. Because yeah. a lot of times... Gina's too, really, because yeah. he gave it to Gina. Gina had yeah. to do, even though she had her mom, it her was mom, times yeah. that Gina still, you know, Gina went through things, and I can't wait to find out more yeah. about her. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't, because yeah. like I said, you gave us Four characters, two strong book bay men. Cause I'm telling you, them, the men, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the men, men, they were all men. They were the big. Men the men was all men, and like it, them, their math was mathing correctly. Like, and then you got two strong women. Gina was loud and all of that, but she was smart. Yeah, and yeah. I loved it. Now and loyal, that yeah. too. Now what threw me for a loop? Is when they came to arrest the Shay, Shay at the end, because I'm like, now he's too smart to get caught like that. Mm. What was up with that? <laughs> was that was that a way for you to sit him down for a minute? Mm. You you definitely got to wait to 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 find out, and that actually wasn't even supposed to happen. I promise. Oh you. wow! It was not planned. It was not in the outline. It 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 literally wrote itself. I promise you. The, them characters, they do it. Those characters do it every time. Because when, I'm like, because when it happened, I was like, this idiot messed up. And then, like, so then the book went on. So I was like, okay, so maybe he's not going to get caught. So when they came in and got him, I said, God damn, he got caught. Mm-hmm. He got mm-hmm. caught. But I, like I said, I love what you did with the book. Like you said, it wasn't men standing on the corner this time, getting, making all this money from selling drugs. I meant, like, 
even though Shay didn't have no, he didn't have a business yet. He was working to get him a business. Yeah, he he was going going back to school, so he was going to right. try the construction thing. Yeah, right. He wanted to do that because he and that's another thing. He was smart. He had already done his work. He knew that if he went into construction and real estate, he can make some money, and that's the way for him to clean his money. I like that yep. Mega had him a barber shop. Like it was just good to see that. Yeah, they were they were doing things wrong, but they were also doing positive things as well. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you you, you, you know did what? this. You you wrote this book. Yeah. I I love. I definitely loved it. Wow, I, I definitely appreciate this. I, I do want to make this that that a point though. Um, a lot of times, you know, we we see the the bad guys, and you know, they they they're good. Yeah, y'all love them. You know, y'all read about them. Um, and I understand that. But the way I'm built. Um, I, I said I'm gonna get a shirt that said I'm just built different because hey. at the end of the day, um, I'm still going to you know be a manly man or you know be a man, but I'm gonna love the hell out my women, you mm-hmm. know, from yeah. you know my wife to of course I don't have a daughter, you know, but if I had a daughter, you know, to my sister and you know right. everybody that's you know connected to me because at the end of the day. I want to show the women that's around me that they are royalty and that they are queens because we hear it so much every day with people putting, you know, women down and yep. you know, women not getting the, the flowers and the things that they, you know, should should get. So I, my male characters, anytime you read a Lamarck's Brown novel, you're going to have a well-rounded guy that is not going to be smacking his chick around, that's yes. not going to be cussing at his chick, and you know, oh, he might say some curse words when they getting it popping, you know, that that's right. something different, you know, because you need a little, you need you need a little bit of that. Yep, you know? bend that shit over, baby. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Throw that ass exactly. back. All, all that. that. All, all of that, you get what I'm saying? When we mm-hmm. we're going to make it make it do what it right. do. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying? But right. you know, other than that, nah, I'm gonna respect my women and I'm gonna make sure that my characters do the same thing. And that's what I said. Awesome. I love even Ashay. Yeah. He was that dude was so hard. Like when he said the Gina talking about something, when he said I love that line, she talked too, too <laughs> she talked too much, but I got something to shut her up. Like we know what he's talking about, but he kept it clean too. You know what I'm saying? And you would think he would have been more gross about it. So, like that's what I'm saying. I love that they were respectful thug Mm. and dudes, like for real. Like I loved it. So I mean, like I said, I the you know what's funny though is that you know uh, outside people who don't really know how thug dudes operate, yeah, they assume that they just like that with everybody in the nope. truth of the matter. And now you do have some that I love that. and I, they 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 out there, but for the most part, like they only out there like that in them streets. They really be <laughs> loving on their women. They love they definitely homies. do. Like, they look out for their brothers and stuff like that. They look out for their homies. Like they have a lot of love and loyalty in their heart. For the people who they love, you know, yep, and that is a so lot of true. Just assume they don't, and they do. It's like, why, why? Half the if they really understood half the beef that really go down, really be because somebody to violate somebody that they love that they <laughs> love. That's it. that's it. They would that's, that's it. They would understand. Word they would up. Understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Lavars, this has been such a great time, you know, talking to you and learning more about you as an author, all the things that you're doing in your book. But what I really, truly want to get into right now is I want to, like, this is your time to shine. So tell us how we can reach you. Tell us when they can buy your book. Tell us what events and stuff you have going on. Anything you want us to know, let us know. And also, um, if you got a book release date, an uh, upcoming thing about that you want to share. Yeah, book, you know, please. let me know, yeah, please. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. Um, so you can follow me on all so- social media platforms. My first name, Lamarts, L-A-M-A-R-T-Z, last name Brown. All of my platforms for Life Lyrics Entertainment. Um, so you can just look that up to lifelyricsentertainment.com. You can get you know, paperbacks, hardcover, signed copies, you know, uh, from my website, as well as I have my first book on audio. So um, you can, yes. So it's on Audible or is it on your site? Um, it's on Audible. It's on Audible. Okay. Okay. Um, so you, you can pull it up. Yes. And listen, um, you know, to that. Um, as far as upcoming things, um, I hate, so I'm, and I use the word hate, but I'm a reader. So I dislike when authors say it's coming soon. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. But let me tell you, <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> look, um, I was told don't put no coming soon out and you don't have no date. Cause I am, look, I am one of the readers that be like, I can't stand when y'all be putting out coming soon. And my yeah, dumb butt soon. put a little, and believe me, do you know my graphics? The first thing is say coming soon. Stay tuned. Listen, see, see, see. Coming soon. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I've I've been really, really working hard, but I um, you know, went through so much um a couple of months ago. So I had to really take a mental break, um, you know, from everything from social media. I, I really took a PTO from life, <laughs> if, if I'm honest. Um there ain't nothing wrong so, with that. Nothing wrong exactly. With so I am going to, you know, be releasing really soon. I'm wrapping up. Uh, this amazing book of characters that I cannot wait for you guys, you know, to read. Um, and yeah, and look out for the play that's coming soon too. Built on of Broken Pieces. So yeah, okay. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. So social media, join my mailing list. Uh, so you can stay tuned at lifelyrics.com, com. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, I'm definitely, I'm def, yes, definitely. Definitely. So you guys make sure that you are purchasing the books. If you're an Audible listener like me, I love me a good Audible <laughs> read. Look, I love me a good audiobook, period. Uh, yes. I just think they just bring another level of entertainment um, to the office work. I just love it. Um, and also make sure that you're following, um, like I said, his website and be on the lookout for the play and definitely tag us let us know when look when coming soon is getting ready to release. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Let, let me tell you, y'all, y'all are now family. So I'm gonna even go further and say you guys will get it before the public even knows about it. <laughs> no, I, I love I'm that for serious. look, I, I love, love that for it. us. <laughs> I love <laughs> Look, I love that for us too. So. I love that for I love when we become family and we no, get yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I got y'all. I got y'all. I really Thank do. You. Absolutely. Thank yes, you. yes, yes. Well, look, I'm just I just got me an audible of the book. Okay. Look, I appreciate I you. Just, 
Thank you. As soon as look, as soon as we done, I'll be on right over there. Yeah, because she loves audibles too. Let me tell you, I um, our flight was two hours coming back from Minnesota. I listened to um Kennedy Ryan's coming home. Oh, yeah, she is. She's a dope author. She she definitely is a really dope um dope author. Um, I definitely gotta get into um some more of her books. I said it. Yes, yes, I I definitely love it. But I can't wait. I can't wait. And like, I have lost my mind on Kennedy Ryan these past few. Yep, I think. I think I read what like five, six books for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely gotta dig more more into her character. I've been on a you know a Takira Allen kick that is you know yes. she is too. one of my Did you do the age the last yeah. stop of innocence? Oh Have yes, re- of course. I read every Takira Allen book yes. ever created to me. Yes. Like Really? Yeah. Well, that's that yeah. jer- that's that jersey yeah. in you. Oh, that's yeah. that jersey. Yeah, that's that my jersey. girl. She just had an event. Um, I know. Yeah. I was there in person. Really? I, I and see, I'm so mad because now you know I'm not that far from Jersey, and I didn't I didn't think to just go ahead and attend. So I hope she do one next year. But can yeah. I tell you, you're not that far from me either. So whenever I'm going to an event, we we right. Yes, here. you gotta like, let me listen. know. Look, yeah, I would travel you know, to come for a book fight, event. Man. Yes, I I, I'm done. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm Jersey ain't ain't but no hop, skip, and the jump. Yes, listen, I know I'm in the south, but I'll hop a flight, you guys. So y'all let me <laughs> in, know. A <laughs> yep. oh, in a minute, yeah, definitely. So y'all gotta let me know. But yes, but. We are so excited. I'm so excited to be getting the first, and I'm going to hop and get this audio book. So y'all do too. <laughs> yeah, get this audio book, folks. Get this audio book. Get a side copy. I, look, I don't care what you get. Just get it. <laughs> just get, right, get just get it. Just get one of the other. Yes, but, please. oh my goodness, thank you guys so much. Well, Crystal, tell everyone where they can connect with you. Well, you can connect with me on... Instagram at Books and Soul One, but on Facebook and TikTok, I am Books and Soul. You know, I'm getting back to putting videos on TikTok and mm, book talk too much for me. Listen, I, you know what? Well, I'm gonna say it like this. I don't know. I for some reason it had the that side of book talk had hit me so I'm enjoying the side that I'm on whatever whatever this good side of book talk I'm on I hope I stay there but well I, I need to find it because I be getting the good and the bad and I ain't got time for it and I ain't got I time so I don't even I don't even be wanting to be on there but that's where I am but mostly and you guys I, I really if I sit still I probably have at least about 30 books that I can do reviews on. It's ridiculous. I'm just reading, but I'm writing. Like I'm really enjoying writing. I'm really enjoying, you know, character development. Like I'm really enjoying world building. I just Mm -hmm. said before you got on here, Lamarts, that the person who's helping me with building my world, she's going to kill me because now I just came up with two more things I need. (laughs) Like how can I have a whole city and not have, and have it full of crime, but not have a police station in the hospital. Mm. Yeah. Go figure. Good. So I mean, okay. I'm okay if you they bury them home. anywhere, you know, <laughs> and let the grass grow over them. But you know, <laughs> you, and you'll do have that. it. You'll get it. You'll get yes. it. So you're gonna build it all together. Look, you'll have your whole entire community um, completed by the time this book comes out. And we yes, I definitely will. I already got three cities, three cities, and that's in the county. 
She might have a whole country by the time she finished. I know. Good gosh. I need to stop. No, no. Keep going. Because it's going to be inspirational for somebody. I'm, I'm yeah, enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, just watching the um, you know, the development of that because that is that is so creative. And shout out to the graphic designer who's helping you design all of this stuff because she is a beast. Um, she killing it. She is killing, killing it. it. Like I can't. That's why I said I'm so ready to share it. And I know I have to make sure that people are seeing it because all I do is say this is what I want. And when I say she come back, and I be like. One time I like literally had tears dropping in my eyes because I was like, this is what mm-hmm. I asked for and this is what she created. You got to I mean, she didn't, she didn't already, I already got my book cover for my second book and I'm just like, yeah. It's yeah. time to get into the, you know, you got to start sharing. Drop a little droplets, little, you know, a little nuggets. I'm about to, so I'm definitely about to. It. I'm working on that now. So it's, I'm about yeah. to drop it. So you got to get in about what is, who, you know, so Lux County. He said, he said, tag me. Yes, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So Krista Lux is my author name. So I definitely will tag you. Follow follow her at Crystal Lux and at Boots and Souls. So we can build up the writing community as well for her on that side as well. And yeah, it's it's definitely exciting. I didn't realize. I mean, I already knew all this, but I'm a I'm a lot crazy. I'm a lot <laughs> nasty. And a lot, a lot nasty. And it's 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 gonna get wild. Okay. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Well, you guys make sure that you um are following me if you have not already. And I appreciate all of the followers, you guys. I really, really do. Yeah. yeah. Y'all, um, y'all really have <laughs> joined in and followed me on my madness. I haven't really been sharing too much madness. It's been more <laughs> so business, but that's you know, hey, that works too, <laughs> Cause, right? Because y'all get to see everything that's really going on in in, in the real life of Untamed. But follow me. I'm everywhere as off Untamed. Facebook, Instagram. I am on Twitter, but I'm I, I got a page, but I'm never on there. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm there. Um, TikTok at Off Untamed. And also my alter pseudo, which is Aries Sky. You can follow me on Instagram, Aries Sky underscore. And also Aries Sky is on TikTok and Facebook as author Aries Sky. So follow me there because I do have a book releasing under that brand in October um, called Love on the Ninth. Y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready. I love these characters. I love me some Nisa and Cannon. Yes. I love them characters. So doggone much. And not even just the main ones. Like his brother, her sister. like His father. His father. His father is hilarious. Yes. His father's the best. Oh my God. Even even the girl's parents. They was. Yes. They were great too. The only person I didn't like is Benji. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And listen, so y'all may or may not like me, but it's okay. <laughs> y'all yeah. may not like him. But uh yeah, I even like old toxic Javon. Like Javon was he was toxic, but he, I love him. He was good. Yeah, player. he was. He better than Benji. <laughs> A dog is better than Benji. Oh my god. Look, as I can tell, she can't stand business. So Y'all may or may not like this. And he was cool at first until he did what yeah. he did. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was cool at first, <laughs> but you know. But yes, and also up next at the end of the month, we will have our book series of the month discussion live on IG with author Robbie Renee. We will be discussing somebody's wife and somebody's forever. And if y'all already know, don't know, listen, you better get into Dr. Ezekiel Green and Jimma Jules Warren. Let me tell you something. When I say I can't wait to talk to her, that book, that book hit home. That book hit home. Do you hear me? Oh my gosh. Like, I, I can't love this series. So y'all I can't yeah, it. that that yeah, that series. Woo! I tell September you. September 27th at 7 p.m. and goes down on IG Live. She will be live with us. We will be live talking about this book series. And we have an important announcement too that day, you guys. So you do not want to miss it. You gotta tune in to the live to hear the important announcement that we got going. We be on. having a lot of those. Yeah, we do, we do, but I love it though. They're always good. I know, <laughs> I know. Good announcement. So please tune in. And also, you guys, again, if you like commercial on the show, you can visit untamedpublishing.net for the commercial packages. Sponsorships are on anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. And you can check us out on Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you listen to your podcast. Because we out here. Because we out here this <laughs> So we thank you guys so much. Lamarks, it has been a pleasure talking to you and, you know, laughing it up, learning some important information, just and hearing more and more about your book. So I am so glad that we were able to sit down with you. And I yes. I love when we have men that come on the show. I love our sisters, of course, all the time. But when we have our male authors, it just does something to me. Because I just love that they get to sit, you know, our readers, our, especially our young men, they get to see that representation. That is so true. I thank you because, like I said, I got to read the book. I enjoyed the book. You gave me two book bays. I can't wait to Shy and Gina's story. And we get to read more you. about another book bay. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. I love yes. it. So thank you so much. And again, you guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, to the show week after week and supporting these authors um, and all the guests on the show and supporting us. You know, we appreciate you for listening and tuning in to us week after week, month after month, and we could not do it without you guys' support. So we appreciate you. Yes, definitely and, uh, do. And we give y'all love and we just hope that we are giving it right back to you. So you guys have been amazing going into, oh my gosh, the fifth season of the podcast in january so i'm excited um, oh my god season number five is coming up in january so i am so excited um and i just again thank you guys so much and like i said again if you do miss any of our episodes they are there permanently placed so you can listen to them at any time and until next time you guys don't forget to get caught up good night good night